0: Turn something. Two talk show hosts will square off in epic
1: battle. Sharif, Sharif,
0: He can suck my... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a loner, man. I don't like people. Let's burn something. So if there's anything that you want to talk about, any kind of secrets or stories or vids, now just have to put it on the table, okay?
2: Let's something. right, welcome to another episode of Let's Burn Something. I'm one of your hosts, Sharif Reef Musalam, joined always by Burn353. And uh, this episode, we have a special guest, if you want to introduce yourself.
1: I'm Chuck. Uh, I run Speed and Culture Magazine, Cheers of Culture, and Rod and Style merchandise. I'm basically the t-shirt guy. Nice. (laughs) My buddy, Nikki from Church of Speed said, I basically am the hot topic for hot rod and custom culture merchandise which i was kind of offended by Uh-oh. in a sense
2: what, what got you
1: <laughs> was it the hot topic part that got- yeah. <laughs> yeah being called being called the hot topic of, of hot rod and custom culture yeah so but, then, i mean hot topic i think probably
0: sell the most t-shirts right out of anywhere in the mall so i mean that ain't that bad being called hot topic <laughs> no
1: that's why i designed a shirt with the hot topic it looks like the hot topic logo and it just yeah. says rod and style in the hot topic font yeah just own it just coming soon, Roddenstyle dot
0: com. You should do some super gothy looking shirts, <laughs> with some, like something that just like some '90s goth girls like. I gotta get that.
1: <laughs> do you know any? Do you know any uh, good artists? No, because I have no, a hard time one. finding some. I don't know any.
2: Man, luckily no one called you J C Penny. <laughs> <laughs> They're like that guy's really J C Penney material right there. Yeah, it would be worse. Uh-oh. It could, it could always f- be worse we all have those lines wait so how did uh so how did you get involved
1: well so i've i've been doing hot rods since uh 16 17 years old i bought a 53 chevy when i was 17 and i kind of got stuck with it you know and that was what 17 years ago 18 years ago 20 years ago it's been a while i'm 35 now so it's been a few years uh and then it just kind of trickled in from being a a hobby to i drove only pre-64 cars for a long time and then uh i joined the army and i kind of stopped for a while then i got back into it and then the whole getting into the selling t-shirts and stuff actually happened all because i wrecked my car so it was kind of a funny story because i have a model a coupe and i was headed to a car show it actually blew out one of my cheater slicks, just completely shredded it because my dumbass shoved a 10-inch cheater slick underneath stock Model A fenders, so it rubbed. I was warned multiple times by multiple people at some point they would blow up, and they did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. did it blow
0: up because the wheel expanded when you got so fast, and then it, you know, when you get so fast, the wheels kind of blow up a little bit? Or was it just rubbing just barely, like they were barely fitting in there in the first place? <laughs> Oh, they were barely fitting in there in the first oh, place. Oh, so you
1: were just going with it anyway? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you know, like you know, like the fender braces inside the cars. Yeah. So you got the fender braces inside the car and the bolts that come through, right? So my bolts are just shaved at this point. Uh, it looks like I cut them off, but I didn't. It's where the tires used to rub. And, holy uh, shit! But it, it looked it looked good, you know. But well, it worked out in the end. You know, the car almost flipped it, and, uh, but I mean, it, it probably could have killed me. But at the end of the day it all turned out all right. You know, I survived. I got a good story to tell. And then when I finally, it like a three hour trip turned into eight hours. I finally sure. got to Bakersfield and my buddy Wayne that actually built the car. Uh, he was, he was already half lit and he just looked at me and he goes, you should have put a bandaid on it and laughing and everything else. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, I thought it was funny, so that's how I came up with the Cheers Slick Culture logo. Because the Cheers Slick funny. Culture logo has got a Band-Aid on the tire, you know? Yep. And it all started out as a joke, and then it became one of those things of, you know, somebody's like, oh, you going to make t-shirts? I was like, sure. So I started making these t-shirts, and I started making <laughs> these, and it just kind of spiraled.
0: I, it, reminds me, it reminds me of a story. My, I was mountain biking with my buddy, and he had, um, no, he had tubeless tires, and he got a puncture that the sealant in the tire was coming out <laughs> too fast and all he had on him was duct tape and he was like I'll just duct tape it and I'm laughing like okay yeah duct tape's just going to seal this tire that's just oozing sealant out of it okay he wrapped this little bitty piece of duct tape that duct tape held that tire together the whole time we were the whole trip like he never <laughs> changed the tire <laughs> and I was like okay I guess it's, I guess you can fix things with duct tape <laughs> what i say if you can't duck it fuck it right yeah i didn't think it would work but i guess it did
2: wait so uh how did you guys meet i don't even
0: know like online obviously
2: on instagram well,
1: yeah i was thinking about that earlier i kept i kept trying to i have this habit of like deleting messages and stuff so i couldn't go back too far and then for some reason we started calling each other laser and uh, oh you you
0: Dragon hired me Hog.
1: you commissioned
0: me to do the cars oh then, yeah one night, for whatever reason, um, I was up late, and you were talking to me, and I was like, we need nicknames, <laughs> and I gave <laughs> you Laser, and I was like Dragon Hawk. because <laughs> I'm like, if I'm going to continue this conversation, we need nicknames. Because
1: <laughs> Chuck being a nickname is not good enough.
0: No, no, we needed a nickname. <laughs> Laser, I think for the username. longest
1: time, that's all we did. We just like we would text each other. Hey, Laser. Hey, Dragonhawk. And that's all I didn't even say. know your real
0: name. I had to look three times before this to know your name because I call you Laser <laughs> to my wife. My wife's like talking to me. and She's like, who's that? I'm like, it's Laser. And she's like, oh, OK. And like she doesn't even laugh or anything. She's like, oh, OK. She knows who I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> I was just calling you. I was I was saying burn, uh, burn Dragonhawk to people. Yeah, they're like, who are they? Like it Was when I had your sign, I was like, yeah, that burn Dragonhawk guy made it. And they're like, who? And I was like, burn Dragonhawk. I was like, oh, five, no, burn 353 or whatever. I was like, "Hell I don't Fair know. They're <laughs> so all just like, what wrong? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, because I take that sign everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's what, what I saw you online. I can't remember how I found you, though. I don't know. I just remember seeing your with cutouts, and I was like, you know what? I need one of these for my uh, car, and I ended up getting the uh, the caddy tank off of you.
2: I think that's Oh, what yeah, drew, you got that, drew me, too. To,
1: yeah, that's what drew me to your page. I think was that caddy tank.
0: Yeah, you know? and then I made pins of it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only one I ever made. I was meaning to make another one because I wanted to do a pink one, and I never did make it.
1: <laughs> Good, you don't need to make it. I'll just keep the only I'll one. Just keep the original one.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I have dreams and aspirations of doing things, and they just never happen.
1: Well, it works out for me then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's when the lazy artists are, are are the best. Yeah, I'm gonna make four yeah. of these. No, you're not. No, you're
0: not. It's not necessarily lazy. It's just that people want me to make their shit for them, and I don't ever get to make the stuff I want to make. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) You did the, um, didn't you do a couple of those, like, hot rod type shirts designs? Like, I know you had a Christmas one. I did a
0: Christmas one, and, um, the, then we just did, we got pre ordered ones up right now of just my stuff. I don't know if they're, well, one's the tank that we're talking about. Yeah. The caddy tank. Then the Jason one and then we got another one too.
1: Yeah, with the uh the what poison. we call it, poison. Yeah. 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 We got all those up on pre order on the Rotten Style website. And I think we did the Christmas one, uh, with Cheaters of Culture, which took me like six months to convince him to do a Christmas shirt with me. Yeah.
0: Well after that last guy, he burned me so bad, I didn't want to do
1: shirts with anyone ever again.
0: I've never understood
1: that though. I've never understood. So I'm not an artist. But uh I've never understood, like, people taking credit for other people's stuff. You know, I've never understood where they, they get off on that. And, like, oh. I do that with all my stuff. You know, I, got, I, mean, I feel like I have a 1,000 Instagram pages and everything else. But I feel like every time I post something that's, like, especially my merchandise, it's like I tag everybody that's involved. Like, I just, it doesn't matter who it is, my printer Vega, whoever the artist is, you know, whoever mm-hmm. the model is, and everybody. You know, because I, I think it's one of those things, one, I cannot design my own shirts. So if I don't support you guys, I'm never getting shirts again. Yeah, you know. So I need to keep you guys in business. So for me, tagging you guys and you guys hopefully getting business off of off of that, you know, helps me yeah. in the long run. Helps you guys, you know. And that's what the, the whole community of the main of reason growing I, I work with
0: you is because of that stuff. Is like you like tag people, and you also run multiple sites, and you actually actually I see you actually tag. The artists and not only tag them you're always telling people go check them out go look at their art and stuff like that that's like a main reason like when you finally talked me into like yeah i'll do the christmas shirt with you it was because i watched you know for the whole time you were trying to talk me into it i watched you and how you dealt with other people you know because i was like okay is this guy legit because i have to watch out you know who i work with and then like i always saw you shouting everybody out you're cool with everybody so that's why i was like yeah this guy's cool you know i and i even send other people to you that was it goner sweet was it from sweden the one uh... give shit about the (laughs) bands oh oh nicholas
1: what's his name bachman yes (laughs) yes <laughs> yeah oh, he's, he's a he's a good dude too he's a he's a great artist too he made me a sign uh that i hang in my booth and stuff whenever we uh yeah. do it. he did like that burnt wood sign i think it cost me more to get it shipped here from sweden than it did for me to get him to oh, make it for sure i've been yeah. there yeah it's awesome but like, though
0: but that's like you you like like right off the bat i noticed that you treated all your artists and everybody good so that's why i was like okay i'll work with this guy and you know we'll do one shirt and see how it goes and it went good so it's like let's do more you know just sucks that people don't like pre-order anymore because like i had all these people contacting me dude i'll show you screenshots of all these fucking people that oh i'm buying a shirt or even people lying to me and said they bought shirts and then you like tell me hey we only got one actual order (laughs) and i'm like you all are liars i just wanted to go back and reply to each and every one of them liar liar, <laughs> liar.
1: <laughs> That's what, uh, the same stuff happens with me. I, I don't know what it is. There's sometimes people will be like, oh yeah, I'm going to pre-order this. It's yeah. the same, uh, I had a shirt, Cheers the Culture, and people kept hounding me about it. It's a drunken wolf shirt, or drunken wolf club, car club, yeah. or whatever it was. Uh, and, uh, I had like, a, just if you make that, and, we'll buy
0: it, bro. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. The dudes
1: were like, everybody's like, oh, put it on pre-order, I'll order right away. Man, I had put that, I thought it was on pre-order for two weeks. Yeah. And I sold two, yeah. and I was like, you know what? I want this shirt, so I'm printing it anyway. And then since then, they've sold. You know, I've sold, I've sold That's pretty all... well with them. It's one yeah. that I don't know if it's just people. I don't know, people were weird. Sometimes they pre-order stuff like your Christmas shirt. Your your <laughs> Christmas shirt. We did great on pre-orders. We only did. We also, you know, it was limited edition, only a hundred prints, and we sold. I think majority of them. Yeah. Uh, I think I had like two left at the end of it, but I mean, but we did on
0: there. I had nobody doing this thing where they were contacting me saying they were buying the shirt they just bought them nobody contacted me and go dude i'm bu- I'm pre-ordered but this time i swear i had at least <laughs> 10 messages in my dms about them like just talking to me about how they're going to pre-order the shirt or all this stuff and then like i talked to you and the only one person did and i know who that person was and he's legit he's actually he's one of my clients already he's already buying stuff from me yeah. So it's just funny to me that people do that because, like, I guess when they actually are going to buy, they don't need to message you; they just buy it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the way I see it. Only there's those people I've been where I've been doing this for uh, about two years now, roughly. It's it's one of those things. There's always those people who are like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, and to act like you don't know. And like mm-hmm. to act like you won't know that they they're going to buy it
0: yeah. or
1: not. You know, it's like.
0: And I don't It's, care it's my either. website. Yeah,
1: you know, and yeah. yeah, I don't care if they do or not. To be honest with you, I'm having fun with it.
0: Exactly, and like you else. said, I'll split the cost with you at the end if they don't pre-order them, and me and you will make them anyway, and we'll yeah. wear them. Fuck them all.
1: <laughs> I'll wear all thirty of them. I don't care. That was my theory. If I just keep making, if I just keep making t-shirts, then I don't, I never have to buy t-shirts again. I'll just would, keep your business
0: just buying I'll just put my designs on the shirts for me and I'll there buy we go, them
1: process. it's like how, how'd you make your millions well adam, Adam's adam got 243 shirts <laughs> but boy does, boy does he look good get my Maserati we'll talk about it on the way to sushi <laughs> I
0: do you have a lot of shirts though I can't, I can't I'm a hoarder of shirts I don't know why but all my art friends love to send me shirts, which is cool. But, like, it gets out of hand <laughs> when I'm looking for a shirt to wear. I'm, like, I'm going through them going through them. And they're all black, too, by the way. And I'm, like, going through all these black shirts trying to find the design I want to wear that day. But I'm, like, where did I get all these shirts from? <laughs> it's gotten bad, man.
2: <laughs> and do you all sit there and go, like, why aren't, why aren't I throwing these out?
0: Yeah, I, I do. like, But I like some of them are really cool. So it's just, like, I can't get rid of that one looks cool
2: but then can and you I wear them or not?
0: and i'm a guy guys don't throw shit out yeah no it's true <laughs> we wear it until it falls apart or walks away <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it falls apart we still put it in a box and just pretend we're going to use it again yeah. oh, for my sure. wife
0: has to throw things away behind my back so that she's like we're gonna let these go <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was actually doing that uh, the other day going through my t-shirts and i was like well i like this black one yeah this black one's nice this black one's nice. And I ended up... You, you know those uh, those black boxes with the yellow lids? Yeah. Yeah, so I ended up having... This is probably semi-embarrassing. I have three of those boxes full of T-shirts. Oh, wow. And I'm not Jeez. saying, like, my T-shirts that I sell. That's a whole that's a whole other world. <laughs> those you are know. whole other boxes. <laughs> it's a whole other world of stuff. I mean, these <laughs> are just my personal T-shirts. You know? And it's because... Like, I used to, like, I used to play in bands and stuff, so I'd tour... And everything else, and run around, and then I'd, uh, you know, I'd or I'd go to a bunch. I used to go to a bunch of shows all the time. Like, I gotta buy a shirt. I'm at a show. I gotta buy a shirt. And I go to a car show. I'm at a drag strip. I gotta buy a shirt. You know, and then I end up with all these shirts. And now, like having my own brands, it's like, well, I'm gonna wear my own brands. What do I do with my other 784 shirts? <laughs> you know <laughs> so now I got the shirts and I keep thinking you a
0: shirt problem like me man
1: yeah. <laughs> and then what's funny though is that I end up wearing the same shirt every day yep. you know just like that I sent you a picture earlier and uh uh when I flipped you off oh, and yeah. uh, and you know my hat if you look at my hat it's dirty because I wear the same hat like I put a hat on and that's it that's the hat until yeah. it starts to fall apart and same. then I'm just like oh well I guess I gotta go get a hat i got a Nottis
0: hat right now that I've had for about five years now. Yeah, And before that actually, I had the same Nottis hat. I had a Nottis hat for three years and then I lost it one day. And I freaked out and I couldn't find it. I immediately got online right in that moment and got on eBay and bought the exact same one. And I had it ordered, and then I, by the time I got home from – I think we were on vacation. By the time I got home from vacation, I had the hat back. <laughs> I just couldn't live without it, man. You guys got issues. Yeah. yeah, what about your shirt issues? Let's hear about that. We talked about – we gave vital information about our shirt problems. What about you, Sharif? What's I, know your shirt you're, issue? I,
2: I know you're a letter, uh, Kenny, uh, fan, so uh, one does not discuss these issues.
0: <laughs> Do you got, like, pitter-patter, I, Sharif, I mean, bitter patter I,
2: mean,
0: <laughs> I imagine Magnum PI shirts, like a bunch of them hidden somewhere. Like, I you see, see Sharif yeah. wearing Magnum PI shirts, <laughs> so, like yeah, the flower no. <laughs> shirts, the, Hawaii, the Hawaiian button-up no. flower shirts. Yes.
2: I'm a he sucker. You look good
0: in those, actually, Sharif. You'd pull that off.
2: Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm actually yeah. a sucker for, like, stupid T-shirts. So, like, yesterday I, like was wearing a, uh, yesterday I was wearing a Care Bear shirt, but they had the Wu-Tang W on, them, <laughs> yeah. on their bellies.
1: Oh, you're that guy.
2: I'm that guy. Yep. So I'll, yeah. I'll wear stuff, and then I'll forget what I'm wearing when I'm in the yeah. store and, like, people are staring at me. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. But, I don't <laughs> I know, anything anything, <laughs> anything dumb, that's pretty much, I'll, I, it's guaranteed buy for me. I've, I've
1: always <laughs> enjoyed those shirts, too. I got a shirt that we print that says Death to Hippies on it, and I just thought it was funny. Nice. Uh, and I got it from Gnarly or whatever people get so offended by, it, but I just think it's funny.
0: I got you one know? from Hippie Killer. Um, they're a chopper um, yeah. place. And I got a bunch of Hippie Killer shirts because I bought a chopper part from them like a while back. And like when I got it, it says Hippie Killer on it, but then it shows like the, mo- the chopper. And that's what they used to call choppers back in the day, where Hippie Killers, because yeah. people would die on them because they're Front ends were so far out. So, anyway, I wore that shirt one day into the set, like you guys said, like into a store, forgot I had it on. And this one lady, she was just looking at me and looking at me from across the way. And I'm like, what is she looking at? Like, there's nobody behind me, you know, staring at me. And then I walked by her and she looked at me and she gave me the the, the meanest, like, death glare. And I was like, she must be a hippie. I don't know what her deal was. I just kind of hurried out the store and left. If, you, if looks could kill, I would have been dead. <laughs> it's just the shirt people. Well,
1: that's what's funny about it. Like, people get offended by stuff like that. Well, it's like when probably we we're all kids wearing Slayer shirts or something like that. You yep. know what I'm saying? I got,
0: I got sent on my, my story. My mom loves this story. My cousin gave me a Slayer shirt and it had a pentagram of swords on it. And yeah. I didn't know anything about any of that. I was just like maybe like an eight-year-old. I was in, I think I was like maybe fifth grade or something so I didn't know what was going on I just like my cousin gave me a shirt it looks cool I'm gonna wear it to school my mom wasn't home when I left I put it on go to school I get to elementary school they did not like the the saint, satanic pentagram shirt with blood all over. and they sent my ass straight home and then I was like man my mom's gonna kill me my mom's gonna kill me so I I'd walk home and I had to hurry up and change shirts and then walk back to school and then I did the, did all that, and then I got home that day, and I'm like, my mom's going to kill me. They never called home. They never told my mom. She never knew. I had to tell her, like, years later down the road.
1: <laughs> well, that's, they used to just make us turn our shirts inside out. Oh, really? When we were, yeah, when I was, like, I mean, I grew up. So I grew up in, uh, like, the Bible Belt in East Tennessee. Uh-huh. So all of that stuff went over real well. Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, and I used to have, you remember, uh, what was that Manson shirt that said Believe. On yep. the back, but the big lie it was lie was like in red. Mm-hmm. And I remember wearing that one day and I didn't even really think about it. I mean I was in like middle school. You know, I'm like, Oh yeah, I like Manson, you know. No, uh, and here I go. And I had to switch it inside out and the same thing with Slayer shirts or, or anything. Yeah. I mean they hated Metallica shirts too, you know. They so, hated anything that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Except even Jinkos. Remember when Jinkos oh, were cool?
0: That was when we were in college. I had some big ass Jinkos in college. Oh, I forgot you guys
2: are old. <laughs> I never got into those, though. Yeah, he did, right.
0: Re- Reefer didn't wear them. I wore them because I was, I, was, I was a club kid in college a little bit. I hung out with the wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> you sure
2: did, man. You sure did. Well, so
0: I partied a little harder than Sharif did.
1: <laughs> was looking back at it now, though, Jinkos made no sense. No, no. not at like all. None. You couldn't skate skating them or walking them. <laughs> No, I, so I used to, well, you remember the Heelys and all that, and then, mm-hmm. you know, we used to skateboard and everything, too, and I just remember, I remember all the times I busted my ass, because I'd always have, like, the 42-inch jinkos
0: because <laughs> you have to have the
1: 42-inch ones. Yeah. They get stuck in the trucks, you know, you bust your you bust your ass, and you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm
0: still cool, and then off you go, you know, and... I never skated at them, I just wore them around to parties in college, <laughs> like, I was just doing drugs... And drinking back then and just being an idiot just <laughs> being a complete moron
2: and you i wore the 48,
1: those 48 48 <laughs> foot chain from your wallet yep. I oh i had a large ass pocket
2: yep. yeah he yeah. did he definitely did
1: where you're like you're like hold on let me get my wallet and you're just pulling on his chain <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes later hold on
2: that almost big, long
1: there. purple chain oh of course you did <laughs>
2: that makes sense
1: i just yep. you know what i picture that that's
0: i can see that i did i had like the fucking um the bracelets too that told like what kind of drugs you like yep. <laughs> <laughs> so if you went to a party they didn't have to ask you <laughs>
1: Just, here you go my good sir here you go exactly. i don't
2: even know how, how did you differentiate yourself from the goth kids they would all wear those too but they were the black ones
0: yeah they they were all black they would wear the black jeans the black top the black and then they would wear makeup too
1: well you or, or didn't they make those jinkos that um uh, that were black and they had like the the straps on them and all that stuff oh, the, like that. bondage pants the bondage <laughs> pants yeah
0: <laughs> that's what they would wear yeah
1: with the like they always have fishnet
0: uh and the giant to your knee boots yeah the docks that all the way went to your knees
1: Yep, and then the fishnet shirts underneath their their <laughs> T-shirts with like the Cure or something, or yeah, you know, or Smashing Pumpkins for some random reason. Goth kids yeah. love Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah.
0: I never understood that one
1: because well.
0: they're not a goth band. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this I conversation agree. went downhill very right. quickly.
0: We interrupt our program to bring you this
2: important message. Brief here, as could be expected, your boys went on a long, dark tangent to a variety of subjects that uh, will amaze you and blow your mind. However, wanted to get back on topic. But if you wanted to hear any of that stuff, go ahead and pre-order yourself a Burn 353 shirt from rodandstyle.com. And uh, maybe he'll include it as part of your pre-order.
1: Now, back to our show like you were triggered by that like i was like i was like hey man should do t shirts like fuck you i was like jesus christ <laughs> fuck t-shirts <laughs> he was like i'll never do t-shirts again i was like oh and then i was like i was like you know i was like the uh like the cannibalist guy i was like you know what i'll, I'll coach him i'll get him i'll get him in the house to eat him
0: yeah no i, <laughs> you know I don't mind doing t- shirts with you but like that dude i mean he really ripped me off i feel like i felt Kay. so like just slighted because like we had contracts and stuff i wrote I was writing con- Yeah, like this guy like, came at me with contracts. So there's li- legal. I could have went after him legally, but I don't yeah. have money to do that. So and I mean, here, I,
1: here, I, here I come. I'm like, hey, you want to do t-shirts? You're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, no, somebody else is just going to fuck me over probably. Like, I've, yeah. It's not just that. The pen people,
2: they yeah. do the same
0: thing. They come at me all the time wanting to use my designs for pens. And I guarantee you I'm saying no, and they're making them anyway. I guarantee you, there's yeah. pens out there of my design that they're just ripping me off. Well, I, I, right. I
1: found I found guys printing my Cheatersley Culture shirt too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found a dude printing it, and I had fucking contacted him. I was like, "Hey, man, I want to buy one of your shirts." And he was like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah." I was like, "Yeah, tell me about it. Now, how'd you come up with the logo? Blah 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 blah." blah. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. So you're gonna stop printing them?" Because he told me like everything he was doing. Yeah. And I was like, I was just like, because I, I have a fucking, I have a, I have a lawyer. Or whatever for a lot yeah. of, because I mean I've run so many damn businesses at this point, you know. And I like forwarded it to my lawyer guy. He's like, he's like, yeah, fuck him. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know. And then that that got take care of it. So yeah, people are just crazy, man. So I got, so I like, and like now we're actually talking about what we were supposed to talk about. But like I grew up like uh, I grew up working in tattoo shops, and so I never did tattoos. I started to, and now I was like, I'm not an artist, yeah. you know. But I did piercings and stuff like that. But I grew up around tattoo artists. I have a lot of tattoos, you know, and I grew up around these artists, pinstripers. I got a Brian, our uh, buddy, uh, his name's Brian, Brian Papa uh, on Instagram, a good dude, like phenomenal pinstriper. Uh, my buddy Guido and all these guys that I uh, grew up with and uh, Chris Robin uh, and everything, like these tattoo artists that I was always around and then pinstripers and stuff like that being in the hot rod culture and everything, you know. And like I learned real quick, like if you want to get good art, just leave them the fuck alone.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you, exactly. you tell like you tell an artist, you're like, hey, like, I want this. And they're like, well, you have any more details? Nope. Like, I don't know. Like, it's in my yeah. head. I can't explain it to you. And I think I told you that before, too. Mm-hmm. It was like a, here's what I want. Well, what do you really want? I don't know. I'm not the artist. It's your job. You know, like yep. like me being in the Army, it's like, I know how to do my job. You wouldn't tell me how to do my job. Exactly. You know, because you have no idea. And I'm I not wish going to tell you how to, to do your people job.
0: people like that because you – know? me being the artist on the other end, I'm so paranoid. The reason I'm asking so many questions because I've had people come to me and say, I just kind of want this vague idea, like you're saying, and then I make the best thing I think I can make, and I think it looks good, and they hate it. Because they're like, that's not what was in my head. I'm like, well, I don't know what was in your head. So now I got all this like PTSD about (laughs) shit like that, where people are like, just make whatever you want. I'm like, so a sparkly turd. Is that what you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're telling, you you got to give me some direction. But yeah. with you, you gave me just the right direction. You're like, I just need this, this, and this. You know, yeah. and well, even with the, thing I with mom, the like, things oh, yeah, I for your mom, like, for your mom, we ended yeah. up changing it up. You know, we were like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to work. And then we're like, okay, let's do like a beach instead of a desert. Yeah. And then we ended up changing it, you know, from a desert to a beach and it looked way better. Yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, it's like, easy <laughs> when yeah. it, when it's like that when when people come at you like i don't know what i want
1: <laughs> so I always i always tell people especially non-artist people and they're like, i because i'm not an artist and i, I have that idea like, Sharif, you're an artist right i try to be you try to be I, I, i've seen some of your stuff on instagram i mean i, I dig it because everybody's got their own style you know and like mm-hmm. with all the t-shirts i do and everything else with cheaters of culture and stuff like that a lot of the stuff is like i use a lot of different artists i mean there's yeah. there's you know i use guys from canada like matt dyke I use a couple of uh, guys from uh, Mexico. There's a guy named Fury Customs. I think he's down in Chile and and things like that. And guys all over the country. There's a guy yeah, Jayler, Jared. <laughs> yeah, and dude from yeah uh, Nicholas Bachman. Uh, yeah. like he does phenomenal work. And I like I use a lot of these guys. A lot of times, was like, hey, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not the artist. Like, what do you want to print? And especially with Rod and Style, and that's where the Rod and Style idea came from. Was a con- kind of a conglomerate of getting like you like people that they could <laughs> yeah they could don't want, they want to make shirts but don't have the means to do it you know mm-hmm. and cheers to the culture kind of started out that way because I was printing hot rod shirts for guys like Don Waldron and my buddy Todd Paulson up in Washington and like the guys are like hey I want to get my car on a shirt but they they don't have the means to do it and I was like you know what I'll do it you know and yeah. it's worked out pretty well because it's building this little community because I don't have to have this million dollar car on my shirt and get all these people like I, I like and this is going to sound conceited, and I don't want to do that, but I've, like, I, I feel like I've built something from nothing. Like my Cheaters mm-hmm. of Culture webs or uh, Instagram, you know, I went from, in 18 months, I went from zero to about 22,000. And that's organic.
0: Yeah, You know, that's and that's crazy. people
1: following and everything else, and that's something. And, but it's also a, you know, I started a lot of doing things of just trying to do a lot of original stuff. And I was like, you know what, that's not what it's about. It's about building a community. And that's where the Rod and Style thing came about. And then we started Rod and Style TV on YouTube, which actually brought in like Gnarly Magazine, Church of Speed, Hot Rod Archives, Speed and Culture Magazine, and Cheaters of Culture all in one YouTube channel. You know, and we just brought in the Southeast Gasser Association. So like no matter what you wanna see you can go to just one place and do it. And the same thing with ronstyle.com for T-shirts and stuff. Like, we have your T-shirts on there. Mm-hmm. Cheaters of Culture, Speed and Culture, Gnarly, Nicholas Bachman, the Lucky Devil Pin-Ups. You know, we're going to have Hot Rod Archives, Southeast Gasser Association, and all these groups under one little hot topic umbrella. Thanks That's to cool. Thanks to Nikki. you know. Um, I was I mean, checking I s-
0: around. Like, when you put post the shirts up on there... And I was, like, poking around the site and stuff. There's all kinds of shit on there already, you know? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's insane.
1: You guys got yeah. a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Well, What's funny is, like, uh, you say you guys, and it's oh, like me. I mean, me. you have a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like <laughs> me sitting. Well, it's one thing, like, I try to tell people sometimes. It's funny because people, like, email me or they'll call me. Hey, I ordered my shirt yesterday. Where's it at? And I was like, bro, listen. I, like, I have, because I'm still, like, I, I still work for the Army. So I'm still active duty right now. Mm-hmm. So I have a day job. Yeah. And, you know, even even with this coronavirus and everything going on, I still have a day job for the most part. You know, I'm slowly transitioning out, but I still have this job to go to as me packaging up T-shirts. You know, with the magazine, I got my partner, Trent, and we work on that stuff together. Uh, he does a lot of the – he's a photographer, so he does a lot of that stuff and everything else. And another one of the things I work with, you know, photography is another one of the things that's almost an art. You know, it takes a certain yeah. way of doing it, you know. So, um and then I, I allow him to do a lot of that while I run a lot of the background. I'm a very like, – like doing a podcast is awkward for me or awkward maybe odd for me because I'm a, yeah. I'm like in the background type of dude. Like I'd rather <laughs> be in the background and be like this invisible entity. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Chuck. But they don't know who I am. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'll be honest. It was hard to, to formulate questions for you because I'm like, we're used to interviewing just the artist or something. So I was like – yeah you're you're taking all these different artists and bringing them in to to do these shirts and stuff so it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly what and i, I wasn't sure what all you did because yeah. like i don't know what parts you or because you you messaged me one time from cheater slick culture and then like the same <laughs> day you got me from Rock style and then you sent another one from a so i'm like you're messaging me from all these different things and i'm like how many people are you?
2: <laughs>
1: seven, seven, or four? Is it four? Is that the uh, the answer to the question of life?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Four. Twelve. Like how many how Twelve. many um, entities do you run?
1: Like Slick Culture, Rod and Style, and like uh, and Speed and Culture uh, on Instagram. And at speed and Culture, I'm with Trent. And I have my own Hot Rod okay. Chuck. I don't really have much going on on there. And then I have. I work closely with Gnarly Magazine. Uh, me and Nikki from Church of Speed work pretty close together, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of artists, obviously like yourself, Matt Dyke, uh, and uh, Bachman from uh, Sweden. Uh, Ga- He's at Goner's Car Club, Sweden. I think is his. Yeah, he uh, loves Instagrams. fans. Yeah, Vans. He loves fans. Yeah. Fans.
0: Yeah. Oh should, yeah, uh, get a van shirt from him. <laughs> Ask him to draw a van. Draw
1: if a, a van.
2: <laughs> Wait. So, uh, what? Uh, which one did you uh, start off uh, with?
1: Slick of culture. That's okay. the one where I, I wrecked my car and the Slick blew up, and then my buddy Wayne made fun of me and told me to put a band aid on it. So that kind of became mm-hmm. the the thing. And it was one of those things like I like I said before, I'm not an artist, so I like had a buddy of mine drop their logo originally, and then I went to I found Matt uh, uh, Matt Dyke. He drew the logo for me that I use now. And then it just became this thing of artists like reaching out to me, hey, I'd like to do this for you. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. You know, I'm pretty open to mostly anything. If you look at my Cheers to Culture website or the Rod and Style or even Speed and Culture, we have a variety of artists oh, yeah. that do stuff for us. Like on Speed and Culture, we have a guy, uh, Gritz, uh, his name's Levi, uh, and he did a shirt design for us. Uh, there's a guy named Gus. He also runs Puros Classicos. Uh, Is another brand um uh that he runs and he did the designs for us he actually did the original Ron style helmet logo for us and the Ron style TV logo and he did uh the uh shirt for us for speed and culture for a car called the Tweety Bird uh, nice. It's an old car from the 50s and uh, so that's the thing It's like bringing all these guys together I don't care about other brands and stuff like it doesn't like mean you talking uh Adam when it comes to printing shirts and you selling some okay cool yeah. whatever i don't care like i'm not in competition with you i don't care like yeah, exactly. it's, it's all of us all of us together it's like i work with puros classicos uh gus and his his stuff you know he sells t-shirts and stuff i'm not i don't i'm not in competition with him like he yeah, sells exactly. some. if they either want to buy his stuff or they want to buy my stuff and just like artists they either want to buy sharif's art or they want to buy your art Mm-hmm. you know it's it's different it's the same realm but it's different where we can grow together versus trying to fight each other because it, it, to me it takes more effort to fight you oh, yeah. than it does just to work with you you know I was like hey why don't you do a design for me okay cool yeah. thanks and off I go and, it's like,
0: and like in our situation you know we did you would let me do whatever I want I did three different shirt designs but we don't have a bunch of pre-orders right now
2: and, yeah. but
0: like you said a lot of people just like they hate pre-orders they just like to buy the shirt but yeah. that means we have to put all the money up front mm-hmm. to to buy the shirts to get them made, you know, and to hope that people and hopes that people buy them. But like you know, with when I hit you, I was like, well, if people don't pre-order a bunch, we could split, you know, so many, and then I sell some, you sell some, you know, just to get our money back. But then we at least get to make the shirt because, like, like you said, otherwise it's like, well, we just don't make it, you know. It's like, no. and I want, I definitely want to make these shirts. I want to wear these shirts, so.
1: Well, well that's the thing out. is, yeah, and I, I like <laughs> to, I like to wear these shirts. Obviously, I wear all my own shirts. I get printed, no matter what the the brand is and everything else. Because I work yeah. out deals with certain guys. It's like I print their shirts, and it's like it's all licensing, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's something for anybody actually listening at this point. You know, it's all like like it's a, kind of a licensing deals with people. But everybody works a little bit different. I work a different deal with you than I work with somebody else. I got some guys I work a deal with where they like to sell shirts at car shows. But they don't yeah. want to keep a huge inventory so it's like okay i sell your shirt online and i give you you know x amount of shirts per x amount of shirts i sell or whatever instead exactly. of cash you know and they get shirts they go to shows and they sell them at shows you know and uh i do wholesaling with some guys like uh steven from southeast gassers at all the Southeast gasser races he sells cheaters of culture merchandise you know, nice. he keeps part of it. I get part of it, and we're all happy. You know, and my name gets out there. His name gets out there, and everything else. Yeah, right they're walking billboards. I love, I love making shirts. It's just, you know, like I said back in
0: back in the day, I got burnt by a guy, and that kind of turned me off to it. But I would made a bunch of shirts um, myself at one point, and I I didn't mind doing it. But like you said, it's just like when you're doing it, you're one man show. I'm a one man show. I had to sell the shirt Oh, I had to get paid to get them printed, then I had to promote them, sell them, then I'm the guy packing each shirt up, trying to go and ship them all out, and all that, and then I got people going, hey, where's my shirt I ordered yesterday, right, it's not at my house yet, you know, <laughs> but I totally get where you come from on that, it's like, when you're a one man show and you're trying to do it all, it's a lot, but... Uh, I don't think people know how how much this work goes into making shirts and stuff.
1: (laughs) No, I don't think they do. And a lot of things, like I don't, I don't print. I think some people think I print my own shirts, but I use a a printer of Vega print in Phoenix, I use him to print. So he actually prints them and ships them to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's one of those things I can't imagine what you guys do as far as artwork wise. And Shreve's been very awkwardly quiet. Which I was trying to
2: get off topic, let you guys roam yeah. here. Okay. He's
0: trying to, he's trying
1: to be a good boy. You're right. I'm trying <laughs> i trying world record. I feel like, I feel like he's already thinking about Carrot Top right now. Yeah, fuck uh, Carrot Top.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's one of those things like, I can't imagine like as artists as you guys, like, because you're a one man show and it's, it's one of those things of, this is gonna sound terrible. Don't take this wrong way. Like when I asked you to do my mom's thing,
0: it was mm-hmm. like there
1: was like a time there for a minute. I was like, man, I ain't not from this dude like in a week.
0: Oh yeah, Months, you know. But then, <laughs> and, yeah, and then,
1: and then it's like you hit me up and you're like, oh hey here, and I was like, oh okay cool whatever. You know, but it's like you're you're doing this by yourself. And that's what I think people don't realize is mm-hmm. people get impatient, especially in this world now of like Amazon Prime and this idea of everything is instant. You know. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, what it's one don't of those things.
0: Realize too is like you're asking me to come up with something that's never existed before. Like yep. you came to me and you just wanted a Guinness on the beach and stuff like that. But what do I get that image from? I had to pull it from my head because yep. there was no image. I had to come up with it. But sometimes that takes a day. Sometimes it takes months. Like yep. I don't. Sometimes the image comes to me right away and I design it right away. And sometimes it. It takes a while to figure it out, you know, (laughs) and some people don't get that. And some clients are like, why is mine taking so long? I'm like, look, dude, you came at me. You wanted every character from the Avengers fit into a four-by-four. Four. This got real personal. <laughs> but, you know, seriously, that's exactly how it is. Like, they come to me like, I want a four-inch-by-four-inch four painting. Well, what do you want me to paint in that four-inch-by-four-inch four painting? And they want to only pay you $50 to do it, and they want every character of the Avengers to paint on there. That's impossible. I can't uh. do that. <laughs> well,
2: it's funny
1: because like, whenever you ask me, like, hey, how big do you want this thing? And yeah. I remember, I remember like, holding a measuring tape and just, like, in my hand as I was texting you, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, about this big, I, I don't know. I was like, just what, however it fits. Yeah. You know? And that's why I said, like, it's, it, like artists always amaze me, and I, I really have respect for all of you guys, you know? And I, I have a lot of friends, like I said before, that are artists and tattoo artists, pinstripers, painters, whatever it may be uh you know uh scratchers like bow monster uh he, he does i don't know if you guys have ever seen bow monster stuff but he scratches remember how we used to do him in like middle school Oh, scratch, scratch on a uh, scratch yeah. board on the black paper if you guys ever get a chance there's a guy named bow monster and uh he does all this hot rod stuff he like basically draws it backwards which blows my mind you know, but it's like, mm-hmm. it amazes me. But when I when I come to people and uh, even like with my tattoos and stuff, like a lot of my tattoos are original drawings. It's one of those things like, hey, here's what I want. Any more? Nope, just just draw something. Yeah. You know, and I, like I found out like 90% of the time, like the artists are right on top of it. Like the the idea, and it's better than I could have ever thought of because I'm not an artist. Yeah. You know, but you have to let them go. You know, and that's why, like I told you with, with what you did for my mom, it's like, you know, I just let you go. Just mm-hmm. like, hey, here's what I want. Just holler at me sometime. I knew <laughs> yeah, you'd get it you done sooner or later.
0: You were like, hey, I uh, haven't heard from you in a minute. And I'm like, yeah, I'm working on it. And I'm gonna like, give me a couple of days. And then you're like, okay. And a couple of days go by, and then I sent you the thing. You're like, okay. And we made a couple of changes. But I thought it was funny because you're like, you probably thought I wasn't working on it at all. Because some people, I think, assume that I'm, full, that I'm telling them, like, yeah, I'm working on it, but I'm not. But no, yeah. if I tell you I'm working on stuff, I got it. But the thing is I'm working on twenty things at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well that's why I, I think it's
0: so thin sometimes. Yeah, when I hit
1: when I hit you up on that one, it was more of a like checking on you, making sure Yo. you're alright oh, yeah. than anything else. Are you okay? Did you fall? <laughs> did, you, did you fall? <laughs> you fall back. Listen, I, I'm I'm two months late on my mom's birthday present. Uh, what? Well, so that, uh, that's not even a joke because that's what happened. So my mom got it like two months after her birthday. Yeah, but uh, then she
0: was really happy when she. Yeah, she though. was.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she was really happy because told her I was like. I'm gonna get this done, and then uh, actually, uh, yeah, it just it's just funny. It just is what it is, you know. I mean, artists are artists. You guys are all yeah. oddballs, you know, because it's it's funny because you guys come through always it's just on your timeline
0: yeah well unless it like unless four we get kids you, and a wife and no, with all this that's, coronavirus that's not, stuff like
1: all sounds like a personal issue to me yeah it is and the coronavirus <laughs> is because of the new world order you can't blame the new world order for all your issues <laughs> you can when all
0: the kids and the wife are home cuz she's a teacher so like everybody's here and they're all using my computer and then i got everybody going hey how come you haven't checked my email hey how come you haven't done this on your computer i'm like i can't get to my computer <laughs> <laughs>
1: 48 kids. What do you think about all this, Sharif?
2: Man, fuck Carrot Top and the Corona.
1: I thought you said, What's the coronavirus? <laughs> I was like, Where,
2: where the hell have the you best. been, Sharif? <laughs> Stay on topic here, man.
1: <laughs> He's been researching how to kill Carrot Top. He's like, Fuck Carrot Top. Yeah,
2: fuck Carrot <laughs> Top. top. <laughs> you say with the coronavirus, how's your like marketing? Has it changed at all? I know you do a lot of online sales, but have you changed in regards to like maybe your ordering and all that kind of stuff or
1: like honestly like i think well i I think you know sales have been going pretty well actually especially for the magazine i also sell like uh gnarly magazine front-end magazine from japan which makes i know japan exists because i get stuff from japan uh allegedly we talked about that earlier allegedly (laughs) allegedly Allegedly i haven't seen seen it. it (laughs) <laughs> I have <seen> <laughs> And then uh you know, Speed and Culture magazine, we sell back issues of traditional rotten culture. So I think people are sitting at the house boards so that are buying a lot of magazines. So I'm okay with that. No, sales have been going pretty well, even with the no. coronavirus. I think what helps us is we don't have a storefront. Okay. You know, I think and I think uh, now we're gonna go into conspiracy theories. I don't understand why small businesses have to shut down but Walmart can stay open.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't understand it either. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think not having, good. I
1: think what hurt us though is like the car shows. Because mm-hmm. by yeah you know, by now we would have went to multiple car shows over and over again. The last car show that we were actually at was the Grand Nationals, which was at the end of January. You know, so mm-hmm. now we're going on almost four months of no car, like not going to a car show. Because uh, everything in so-, so I live in Southern California right now. Everything in Southern California shut down basically through July. You right. know, so any car shows that have happened or are going to happen. You know are no longer happening like even the roasters sh- uh the la roadster show which has been going on for i think 75 years which i know Sharif fills about anything over 70. that's right but you know but it's been going for and then now it's not it's not happening it's happened on father's day for how many ever years and now it's not happening and for the fact checker i think it was like 54 years going on or something but if anybody fact checks me but the <laughs> la roaster show has been going on for a long time in the same area in Pomona, and now it's not happening. So, I mean, that hurts us. But other than that, I just appreciate everybody actually still buying stickers and T-shirts and magazines offline from us. You what know, it what was
2: your uh, – how, how many uh, shows would you average uh, before everything shut down, like in a month, would you say?
1: Uh, I think between me and my partner, roughly you know one to two, possibly three shows a month, depending on what's yeah. going on. And then we were also doing – you know, with some of the people that are wholesaling for us, and then the uh, the Southeast Gasser Association (SEGA), all their races—they do eleven races a year, plus wow. additional additional uh, uh, shows and uh, expedition races. But most of those have been shut down. They haven't had their they had their first unofficial race last weekend, and they usually start in March, so they're already behind the the curb. I think their next race is like June 6th, possibly.
0: How did you get into? I know you said you had you know, cars and you know you're in you always knew pinstripers and people into like car culture but i mean how did you really get into like going to all these car shows i mean were you going to the car shows first and then you ended up doing the t-shirts or you know did you start doing
1: the t-shirts and then start getting into all these car shows so what's funny is i actually am not a huge fan of going to car shows because i get <laughs> i get bored yeah you know, because I've I'm always been with at, art shows. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's one thing like you go and you like so I'm that guy that rolls up in my car in the hot rod and my hot rod will be in the parking lot. You know, <laughs> it won't be in the show. It'll be in the parking lot because I go in, look at other people's cars. I get back in my car and I leave because mm-hmm. I, I just get not, it's not that I get bored. It's like I don't want to sit there all day. I got things to do. I'm a very like I keep going. I'm always yeah. doing something. I don't stop. Like, I, I barely stop to sleep. Yeah, like, I'm not that dude that sits, you know, the guy sits in the lawn chair beside his car, wants to talk about his car and drink beer? Yeah. Like, that's not me. You know, I'll be in my car, like, oh, that's a cool car. Thanks, man.
0: And off I go,
1: you know. Well, I think uh, that's why
0: me and you get along, because we're both the same. I, I don't think there's ever been a time I message you and you're not awake. Like, we, we're always <laughs> up, and we're always talking. I mean, it could be, like, two in the morning sometimes, and I'll get a message, and a cat
1: meme or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, a whole other issue. I can't sleep anyway.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: you know, just mental issues and everything else. But a side note. But yeah, uh, you know, no, I that. I don't. I'm not a huge car show guy. Like I'm really not. Like sitting at a car show selling shirts is one thing because it's it's active to me. I get to meet mm-hmm. new people and talk to new people. I love meeting new people. I'm a very social person. You know, I know. Uh, like I I feed off of other people's energies. Yeah. You know, and that's just how I am. So, like, I can I can be by myself and do things. But when I'm in a social setting, like, I will I will talk forever sometimes. You know, I'd like us being on this for two and a half hours now. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's been that long? You will know. cut out a bunch of it. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. cut
2: out all the conspiracy stuff, so people would be like, yeah. "What the fuck did they talk for the other hour and a half?" Yeah, that's for us hundred percent. <laughs> oh,
1: somehow, somehow, I got four podcasts out of this. Maybe wait, if you wait, fuckers
2: wait. pre-ordered, you get to hear that part.
1: Yeah, the fuckers pre-ordered hear that. It's a pre-order special.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> all the conspiracy stuff. That's for us. <laughs> I wanted
2: forget. to say it's creepy. <laughs> we forget. fucking know things. That's all I gotta say. That's for us. <laughs>
1: don't li- worry your pretty little head about it <laughs> they're, they're still listening
2: oh no is siri
1: oh, yeah. does siri just laugh at me <laughs> oh
0: dude <laughs> that is some creepy stuff though um i went into my uh, mother-in-law house and off um,
1: topic we go again. right
0: it's okay <laughs> i have to tell this story you you, you brought it up so I walk in her house. I didn't know she had the, whatever, the Siri, the thing, the, what the hell that you talk to? Is Alexa. Siri? Alexa. So somebody bought this for her, and my wife and I did not know about this. We we go into her house, it's like Christmas or something, and they're they're trying to get it to work or whatever. We walk in, and we're like, "Hey, everybody!" And we start talking. This thing starts talking out of nowhere. My wife and I turn like, "Who the fuck was that?" <laughs> Best part is she used it all of one day, and then she unplugged it. She's like, "I don't like that thing." <laughs> <laughs> so don't ever get an older person that they won't use it.
2: Definitely if they're over seventy.
1: Yeah. Fact. Well, <laughs> well I've learned I've learned two things about Sharif. He doesn't like anything over seventy. Nope. And he hates carrot top. Fuck carrot top. <laughs> Fuck carrot top. Well, now if, I know that ne- the next short we make, sense just why to make he hates sense. carrot top. Carrot top. Carrot. No, it's not even carrot top's fault. He did nothing wrong.
2: He oh, he did everything like wrong. Fault. He fucking <laughs> had no talent. I'm, now I'm, I'm getting fired up. Now I'm getting fired
1: up. <laughs> So I don't. I'm not a huge car show guy, you know. Yeah. I just like to. I like to interact with people and sell people stuff. I just like to talk to people, and meet new people, especially if it's Carrot Top. <laughs> Fuck <Air> Top. <laughs>
0: so how do you find out about all these damn shows? It seems like there's a billion car shows. I can't even keep up with. I mean, I get invited. Like people are always like, "You want to sell stuff at this, or you want to do." So I get invited to some, but. Sometimes I get invited to them. I'm like, How, this thing's been going for 30 years straight, and I've never heard of it.
1: It's like, what the hell? There's <laughs> like, Honestly, there's something like that, too. Like, being a car guy, it's kind of fun. There's certain shows that you just know about. Like, okay. the Grand National Roadster Show has been going on for... It's just like, it's the Grand National Roadster Show. Okay. Like, if you're a hot rod guy, you know it. A Lone Star Roundup in Texas. There's certain shows that you know about, the custom Marama and everything else, you know, but there's certain shows yeah, I I got invited to a show a while back I don't even remember the name of it, and they're like, oh yeah, we're on our 25th year, I was like, since when?
0: <laughs> <You>
1: <laughs> since when? <it's> <laughs> like, I've never heard of this show but you've been doing it for 25 years, I feel like I should have known about this. <laughs> well, the <You> first
0: <laughs> 24 years were in the back of the yard, <laughs> in Earl's backyard. <laughs> in
1: Earl's backyard. But like, there's a lot of shows out there, and like, I I don't know, I always tell, like, I tell a lot of people, it's like you know, look Look around; you'd be surprised how many car shows and art shows and everything else are going on all the time. Oh, you yeah. know, and uh, yeah, and some of them we don't like. I I go to some; I don't go to some. I'm not like I want to want to sit at shows and sell stuff and everything else and meet people and everything. But uh, you can't you can't go to everything, you know, no. especially when it's when it's like how all of us do it when it's very few people you know mm-hmm. like my partner Trent with the magazine he lives on the west coast he lives in uh Massachusetts mass mass Massachusetts uh mass he lives there so he he's got that and I live in so we live on opposite sides of the country and so he hits a lot of shows up up there and I hit a lot of shows up in southern california and uh when there are shows you know we go from there so how do
0: you, you know. team up with with them to I mean, did you already know him previously and, and then want to work together, or were you guys were like, hey, you're doing some stuff and I want to do some stuff and let's work together? I mean, how did you guys make make that happen?
1: So that's actually a funny story. Uh, so, or not, I don't know if it's a funny story. It's a long, not a long story, but it's a long timeline because <laughs> so my hot rod that I had, he actually, Trent. Wanted to shoot it for Traditional Rod and Culture magazine when Trent shot for Traditional Rod and Culture magazine uh, when Wayne uh, owned it before mm-hmm. me. And I bought it from Wayne and then finished it up. Uh, it ran and drove. I just finished interior and little knickknacks and stuff. And so he wanted to shoot it, but the timeline never worked out for Wayne. Wayne sold me the car, so I had the car, and Trent wanted to shoot it. And at that time, I lived in Washington State. And every time Trent contacted me, hey, I'm going to be in Washington State. I'd like to shoot your car. I was either in Iraq or I was in Korea with the Army. And I was Mm -hmm. like, hey, man, I'll hit you up when I get back. And I I hit him up when I got back, and it just never worked out. And then, you know, to fast forward a few years, I moved to Southern California. I had my car. I wrecked my car. Uh, You know, I started Cheaters of Culture, and then he hit me up. And it was like, hey, do you still have that car? And I was like, yeah, I still got it, you know. And we talked a little bit, and he's like, well, I'd like to come shoot it for traditional rod and culture. And I, uh, he came. We met up in Ridgecrest, California, where the car got fixed. We shot it out in the desert. I, I named her aptly the Desert Queen after I wrecked her. And... Uh, did you uh, did you wreck it before or after the shoot? <laughs> <laughs> before the shoot. Before the shoot. Before the shoot. Yeah, me and him were actually joking about putting photos up at, before I wrecked it and after I wrecked it. And we were in the mat, because I think it may be an issue three or four. Uh, no, not, not nice. three. It'll be an issue four or five. And like put photo credits like before wreck photo credit to so and so after wreck photo credit to so and so. And so, how uh, fast
0: were you going when when that popped?
1: Uh. The speed limit on that road was uh, uh, 60, 65 miles an hour, Adam. Oh, shit. Wow.
2: <laughs>
1: we'll go with that. No, that whole situation was. I actually had a buddy of mine following behind me, and I was driving, and the car started shaking a little bit. You know, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. ever been in a hot rod, but hot rods shake, they rattle, or everything yeah. else, you know. And it shaked a little. It was like shaking a little bit more than normal, you know. Uh, and I stopped, and I like, I was like, you know, and I get up underneath it, look at it, I wiggle stuff. You know, that's what you, that's what guys do. They get in cars, wiggle shit. Wiggle oh, that's stuff. good. Yeah it, <laughs> it, yeah, it looks fine. Yeah, it looks <laughs> fine. You know, and uh, me and my buddy were looking at it, and I was like, wiggling, you know, traction bars, blah blah blah, whatever. You know, looked at, it, I was like, ah, it looks fine. What do you think? He's like, oh, it's good. And I, off I go. Wow, you know, and all of a sudden the car just shakes, and I was like, what the hell? And the, I just hear boom, and the back tire blows off. It slides my car sideways. And I like, basically. Went right in front of another, like in front of a semi. Skipped a curb. There was like a three-foot space where my car went airborne because you can mm-hmm. see where there's no tire tracks, and then there's tire tracks in the sand. It went up on its side, like on two wheels, and then slammed down. And luckily, I was wearing my seatbelt because I had like a big bruise across my my uh, my. Uh, like, did that
0: just happen hip. so fast that you don't remember, or did time stand still and you're like saw all of it?
1: <laughs> like so at the moment it happened so quick it was just like boom but afterwards yeah. like I, I can remember it like i remember the tire blowing i remember me like going oh shit i'm about <laughs> to go this way so you know you, you turn the wheel the opposite way like thinking back like 2020 it's like oh i did all the things i was supposed to do when i almost kill myself in a hot rod yeah <laughs> you know there's not much between you and everything else in the world when you're in a in a car that's over 70 years old uh uh sharif so just so you
2: know. You know? I hate Top. <laughs> fuck Top. Fuck Top.
1: It's just right like what, what's this guy's issue?
2: Every, Every now, now and
0: then <laughs> just chimes in with fuck air <laughs> Well, just that's a great stuff. car
2: story now, but fuck <laughs> hair Top.
0: My uncle, um, he drag races and um he's yeah. been drag racing all my life. Like ever since I can remember he's had a drag race car. He started with a <laughs> you know, regular sixty nine Camaro and drag raced that with tubbed out slicks and everything and yeah. but now he does like he's got a funny car and i think he has a rail job too but i think he yeah. mainly just um races the funny car but anyway he he probably i don't know maybe 10 years ago hit the wall going 100 and i think he was going 110 or something he, he was going very fucking fast and he and the car went like you said the the tire or something i don't know if the tire popped something happened and it swung the car way out to the right and then it slammed to the left real hard because he tried to correct it because he didn't want to go and hit the other guy in the other lane he hit that wall so hard that the car just disintegrated the only thing that was left was him and the little pod and like they didn't even find some of the wheels and shit they just melted (laughs) and stuff (laughs) like yeah it was crazy i mean he's fine and all but did he walk away from that yeah, he walked away from it. And the reason I asked you the question was, like, when he was, like, describing it. He goes, I can describe every little minute, minute, like, second. Yeah. Like, he's, like, I could break down. He goes, it happened really fast, but it felt like time stood still. Like, yeah. he's, like it was just, like, boom. <laughs> like, he's, like, I remember how I reacted and everything. <laughs> like you said, I did everything right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's weird is, like, I can do that. Like, I've been in regular car wrecks. Like with yeah. regular cars, not regular cars, like newer cars. And I don't remember it. It's just in hot rods. It's like something about when you wreck a hot rod or a yeah, drag car or something. Yeah, don't want to scratch it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't scratch.
1: Don't scratch. Don't, don't tire's touch fine. it. Don't
0: breathe on it. Don't fucking look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can look at it, but only yeah. to tell me it's cool. And then you got to look away. <laughs>
1: look, look away. Look away. What's crazy is I was I – was, what was funny is like – my buddy was following me he told me like before it even completely hit the ground he said i was already out of the car (laughs) like (laughs) cussing and screaming at the car
2: because
1: i was i was pissed you know but it was like what's funny you got out yeah (laughs) yeah, you like the cartoons like you see the cartoons steps out of a car like he said that's what it almost looked like like it wasn't done wrecking i was already out of the car it wasn't you know,
2: <laughs> The
1: car's like, car's like I'm, I'm not done yet, you know? You
2: all got it to it, Karen mode to complain. <laughs> I want to speak to your manager.
1: I speak, speak to your manager. <laughs> I speak to your builder. Who put these damn tires on there? Uh, you to to did, manager. sir. <laughs> that was a good one, Sharif.
0: Thank you. I try.
1: I'll speak to your manager. Where do you,
0: He's where do you cool. quiet, and then he'll come in with a gem like that. <laughs>
1: Sharif's became the silent Bob on on like part four of this uh, seven hour podcast. Well, I think he'll he'll just cut all the first part out. Oh yeah, no, that's why I'm
2: trying to try to keep it professional here. I'm like, all right, yeah,
1: that's I I figure that's what you're I doing. Like, to, I he'll just like the only first part. This we part. should keep just we should just keep mentioning the first part, and people are like, what first part are they talking about? Well, oh, that's exactly. That's yeah. that's definitely Jinko, the, the game. Bears and jinkos. Roll. Bears and jinkos. <laughs> bears and jinkos. Um, and fuck Eric. What's, what's funny is, like, if I wouldn't have wrecked that car, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys right now. You know, yeah, Which is like kind of like top. I like just called, called that two <laughs> he just, just a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it it was, it was funny because if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have ended up. Uh, you know, the car wouldn't have ended up at Ridgecrest. You know, I would possibly wouldn't have shot with Trent. Which you know, which back to that side of the story, like when he shot the car, we sat and talked, and I was actually supposed to start like there's a possibility of doing merchandise for traditional rotten culture. And then the magazine ended up folding. Mm -hmm. And when the magazine folded, that's actually why we started speed and culture magazine is because the magazine folded and we were like, well, Trent has all these shots and everything else It's Hey, let's combine our, our forces and continue forward, you know? And we still work closely with the original magazine owner, zombie, who's also a phenomenal artist. And, uh, we still work closely with him on a lot of that stuff. He's actually part of the new magazine as well. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's like everything from a car wreck. All of this is spiraled out, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. I like being a part of it. I mean, at, like you said, it took you a minute to talk talk me into it because I'd have previous dealings with other T-shirt people, but like yeah. you run it differently though. I think you're running it because you're. You're not running it just for t-shirts. You're not just trying to do t-shirts. You're like a, a community of people. You're bringing artists in. It's just like car show people have a whole different vibe to them. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just car people kind of hang together, it seems like, because we're all into the same stuff, you know? So yeah. it's like, it just seems like there's just that sense of community.
1: But well, that's um, the thing, and that's the idea, but how the Culture began, and then Rod and Style Came to light with the Rodenstyle Style and Roden Style TV and the Roden Style brand selling all the other merchandise from everybody else. You know, I'm not in it to make make big money. I'm in it to. Get people's names out there and help everybody out, you know, because I think there's a whole underground network of artists that Mm -hmm. most people would never see or understand. But I think
0: you're giving a voice to an artist that may not have been heard or seen by other people. And then who knows what happens from that? Some One of your artists might blow up big time and then all because you got shirts made for them, you know what I mean? And people saw it. You don't know who's going to see that shirt and go, who is the artist that did that? I want them to do something for me. Because yeah. I've I've gotten jobs from shirts I've done before. Like people called me and said, "Hey, I saw you you did this shirt. I, can you do a shirt for me?" Blah blah blah. And I usually tell
1: them no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, and I get really upset and I cry. <laughs>
1: and then you get then you get on a podcast and talk for thirty minutes yeah. on part. Part one or two or three of this original <laughs> podcast, exactly about a I mean, somebody screwed you on a t-shirt and Lady Gaga. I'm telling you, and carrot Top. It's a bad.
0: Yeah, it's a bad. Top. That's a bad thing. Like even talking about that guy just gives me triggers me big time. Let's so like, not tr- let's not talk about it. Triggers me. Yeah. Adam, not him. So yeah, Shh.
1: I don't want to talk about it. So, but with you, like <laughs> when I'm dealing with you. <laughs> But, like, what you said is, like, having, like, if, if, like, to me, honestly, if, like, you came to me one day and, like, hey, you remember that t-shirt you printed me? Like, so-and-so came to me and now this is happening and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want any part of it. Like, I wouldn't want any part of that. But, to me, it would make me feel good. Because one of those things of, you know, every, like, I, I helped get you to that next level where you needed to be or you wanted to be. Or I, I helped you. Yeah. Like, I, I guess saying I was a stepping stone for you is a bad thing you know that maybe it sounds bad to me it's not it's like a, hey i helped level you up i guess you yeah. know which which would be awesome for anybody i think you know and i just i go on and find somebody else and help out everybody you know i think that's part of you know it's part of like me like from being in the army of being a leader you know you always want to you want to train somebody to be better than you whoever works for you you want them to be better than you were at the end of the day you mm-hmm. know if that makes sense and that's kind of like with all these artists and stuff i want you guys to get better and bigger and everything else, so you guys can continue to do this. Because I'm hoping the future isn't full of Walmarts and Amazons. I yeah, want and the, I the future to be full mm-hmm. of, you know, Burn 353s and carrot tops.
2: Yeah, carrot top.
1: <laughs> And tops. That, and
0: that's the thing, too. It's like, I don't think anyone wants the Walmart shirts and shit. You know, I, I can't find a cool shirt somewhere because they don't know about our websites or anything. But, <laughs> you know, all I know is that I hate wearing boring shirts. I like to have some
1: cool shirts. So it's like, How else are you going to get it? They go there and they might buy them
0: because you find cool artists making shirts, you know?
1: I think a variety is, too, is what the thing is. It's like a lot of – I see a lot of different other brands, and I've talked to a few other brands about stuff like, hey, how do you grow your stuff? It's like, you know, I – you know, and I told some people, it's like, it's no offense, but you have the same stuff over and over again, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like artists have their particular particular style, but a brand doesn't have to. You know, I don't have to have a particular style, which is just a cultural rod and style. No. You know, or even speed and culture. Like the magazine itself is branded a certain way, but the merchandise can be a little bit different, everything else from different artists and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell some of the other brands I work with is like, you know, step out of your comfort zone a little bit, do something. Like I have a shirt with Cheaters of Culture. It's got this huge, you know, like the tattoo crybabies? Yeah. Right? Just the ugly cry crybabies. It mm-hmm. says there's no crybabies at the drag strip. And it was something I got off of a guy named, uh, what, Jailer, Jailer or, or Sailor it, Jerry, yeah. Or no, Jailer, Jailer Sari? Jailer Sari. Uh, yeah, he's
0: got it, like, backwards. It's hard yeah, to say. he's
1: got it backwards, Jailer Sari.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, cool dude. Like, you know, he's like every other artist, you know. Um, but, like, I got it off of him, and I, just, I thought it was funny, you know. And I was just like, oh, this would be funny, you know. And people like that. It's like this oddball stuff mm-hmm. of, you know, doing doing stuff that's relatable to people versus just this mass marketing of, of stuff.
0: Well, I think that's where, like, um, the way you're doing it and, and, like, you're selling the shirts. And, I mean, your just, you're just whole business model is different than most t-shirt guys that I've dealt with. Mo- like you said, like, there's the guys that are out there that are trying to take advantage of the artist. They try to give the artist that makes the, the design as little money uh, on the shirt as possible and they, and then they don't give any the artist any credit, and they don't you know they screw the artist over and over again multiple ways, but then try to capitalize and profit off of that shirt that they made that that artist made as much as they can. It's almost like what Walmart does, yeah. you know, when they force. I always hear these bad stories where Walmart's forcing these these companies to give them stuff way cheaper than they should,
2: yeah. and then
0: therefore Walmart can have it way cheaper than anybody else which is not good for the guy that made the thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. where you make it a better environment the way you're doing it for the guys that are making the shirts like me, the guy, the artists that are actually putting the time into design in the shirt. Cause I mean, anybody can buy a shirt and anybody can get one made, but you gotta have a good design on it or nobody's going to want it, yeah. you know? And even when you got a good design on it, they still don't want it. It's hard to sell shirts sometimes, you know.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh I know. Sometimes oh there's those shirts I've had. I've had a few shirts where I'm like, you know what, this is gonna be great. And mm-hmm. I print it and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna give these away. <laughs> yep. You know, and it, it happens sometimes, you know, but I mean it is what it is. You take a take a chance on, on on everything, you know. But I think at the end of the day it comes down to really giving credit to who deserves the credit for especially the designs and even the printing. Like I, I, every time I put up, uh, maybe not every time I think I miss a few here and there, but when I put up shirts or something, I'm always like, Hey, it was designed by so-and-so printed by so-and-so. And even if I got like, cause I have some shirts where I got models, lucky devil pinup does a great job for me with doing, uh, models and some of my shirts. I like, Hey, you know, yeah. photo, photo by lucky devil pinup and everything else. Cause one of those things, like even the photography behind the stuff, the pinups themselves, and everything else everybody's just trying to make a living and even if i can get them two more followers you know if i can get one guy to your site or one guy to sharif's site or something to buy a pen or a print or something you know for me that's a win you know And,
0: and that was that was my big issue was like if they don't tell anybody about the artists and they don't tell anybody about the print who printed the shirt and they don't tell anybody about the model and the photographer that's just bullshit You know, and that was what I was dealing with before I met you. Seriously, that's happened every time it was like people like that. And then um, you realize that like you're, you're, you're willing to tell people who's printing your shirts. Even a lot of people don't do that. And a lot of people don't tell who their artist is. I know it sounds crazy to you, you guys, but like I've had, I've done so many shirts that they didn't have my name on them. And up front, I knew that was going to go down a lot of the time, so I just get my money up front and just like, okay, I'm not gonna have my name on the shirt, but I am gonna get the money up front.
2: Yeah. But
0: sometimes it doesn't happen like that. You think you're gonna get, you know, credit for it and you don't get any, that sucks. <laughs> you know, it's like that there goes your walking billboard. You know, yeah. there's no no your name's not on it,
1: you know. <laughs> I think even when we did the Christmas shirt together with Cheaters of Culture, I had you put your name on it
0: exactly it was yeah. awesome
1: and then even with uh when i did uh some of the designs matt did for me matt was like hey you want me to take my signature off of it i was like no you can keep it on there don't cost it doesn't cost me any more to print your signature on it you we're know just what I'm used to
0: being told to take it off honestly yeah. that's, he probably was used to being told to take it off because i know i am and it pisses me off i'm like we learned day one in school you put your name on your paper <laughs> because then you get credit for your work yeah right? and day one kindergarten. So I've learned that from kindergarten and I don't understand why people won't let me put my name on my
1: art when I'm the one that made it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's, the thing,
1: what's the thing for me is like, you know, what's, what's easy for me is inside tags. That's why I told some of the other brands, you don't have to put your logo on the front all the time. Mm-hmm. Print your logo on the inside of the tag. Exactly. You know, when somebody says, hey, where'd you get that shirt? Oh, look. And then they have it on the inside of the tag. You know, just like my Rod and Style shirts, all my Rod and Style shirts, they can have whatever they want on the front. They'll have a Rod and Style inside printed tag. I know they're fancy you know, too. I like them. They're fancy. They're <laughs> super, fancy. They're super soft. They're breathable.
0: Dude, great like for
1: any act. Great for any activity. I uh, actually,
0: um, I probably work in my uh, the shirts that you gave me more than any of the other shirts because they, like you said, they are breathable <laughs> and I, they they cover my gut.
2: Nice. Yeah, that's what
1: uh, Vega talked me. <laughs> I've seen yeah, Vega print. Time, uh, uh, Lola, you talked me into go into those style, I think it's like next, it's next level thirty six hundreds. Uh, you know they don't
0: shrink either. No, they don't. I love them,
1: and they're they're great shirt. He talked me into it. Cause yep. I used to do the Gildan because everybody does Gildan shirts, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day me and him talked, and he's like, "You're not doing Gildan anymore." And I was like, "Well, I want to do Gildan." He goes, "No, you're not." And he just started printing my shirts with the, with these these uh, next level uh, shirts, and it was just like I got them, and I was like, "Okay, cool." And I just went with it, you know, it's another one of those things like for me. He's another one of those dudes like he's an artist to me. Yeah, he you know, prints his shirts. Him. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to print shirts. You know, I yeah. you know. So he was like, "Hey, I'm going to do this." Okay, cool. And I just let him go with it sometimes. And it, it always, I've, all, I've been lucky with him. I really have. I'm, I'm grateful to have like the artists I've been working with and the printers and everybody else, even my sticker guys and stuff like that. A lot of times I talk to them, they're like, "Well, what do you want to do?" I don't know. I don't print <laughs> stickers. You print what stickers. What do you want to do? <laughs> you know, Let's do some shit. You know? <laughs> 'Cause it's like it's like here's my logo, what size sticker should I get with this? If I want a small sticker, medium or a large sticker, you know, what should I do? You know, and they're like, Oh, I'd go this size. Okay, sounds good. Send me a bill, you know, and I'll pay it and we'll we we'll go on with life, you know. When and you just, told
0: me to 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 design some shirts and you're like, Just just did you do it started with one shirt. You should just design a shirt and we talked about I'm like, Okay, I got all these ideas and Nothing happened, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Boom!" I got not only one, I got three designs that I showed them to. You. I'm like, "We should do all of these."
1: <laughs> hey, we just you throw it all out there. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, yeah, a fishnet. You yeah. know, you stick it out there. You know, I, I try to. There's uh, my buddy Don Don Waldron. He's 73 years old. He's been building hot rods oh, and gas Don't like him. Nope. Yeah, Shreve. He's over seventy. Any, he's a great, over Sharif, seven, He's a good Sharif dude. Doesn't like it. <laughs> Sharif, he's, a good, he's a good guy. Shreve. I promise.
2: All right. Uh, uh, he's the exception to the rule.
1: <laughs> he's had the same hot rod since 1967. So he's a, he's a good dude. But he always talked to me about some of that of like business practices of you know being uh, an octopus is what he explained to me. And The first time he told me, I was like, that just sounds crazy. I was like you're you're getting you know you're you're old uh, <laughs> stop stop just stop you're you're okay no, I love Don to death, grandpa don <laughs> if grandpa don's listening, which uh, probably not, he's going to yell at me for this. Uh, he actually called me right before this and I was like, I'm about to do this thing and he goes, Okay, just call me whenever or never, it's okay and then hangs up on me. Uh,
2: <laughs> I like him already.
1: Yeah. He's a good, I
0: like this guy's awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, he's phenomenal. He's call he's, me he's never a great whenever guy. fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> bye. Bye. Uh, but, <laughs> he was he was telling me like to be an octopus, you know, put your put your tentacles in as much as you can and reach out with people and you know, build that center base for people to want to come to, you know, and that's kind of what I got out of that conversation after we talked about it, like, over a period of time, and it's like, okay, you know, hey, let me be the center guy, and I'm going to take my tenant goals out, and I'm going to reach for these people, and be like, hey, come here, let's do this together, let's do this together, sometimes it won't work, sometimes you put three t-shirts up for pre-order, and only Steve will buy, yeah, or Kevin, or Carl, or whatever his name is, you know, but it's okay, it's, it's okay, you can still print them, it's not going to, yeah. You know, you're not, you don't have that. And that's what people, I think people don't understand. If we talk about pre-orders for a minute, I'm not pre-ordering them because I'm lazy. We're pre-ordering them because we may or may not have that, that fun to print these shirts right away. Mm -hmm. So when people. want to see which ones you want. like,
0: And then we'll just print that one. And if you don't like the other two, we won't print them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because I did a pre-order with Cheers to Culture once. It was kind of funny. I was like, hey, I have these four color designs. I'm going to pre-order them. And everybody focused on one color. So I only print. I ended up printing two of the colors, and then people complained I didn't have the other color. And I was like, well, you didn't pre-order them. Like, you didn't tell me what you, you wanted. You have no say now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, I'm, never, I'm not going to print them because you guys said you didn't want them. And just because you're going to buy it doesn't mean you will. So you don't know, you want to a...
0: say that though? Don't you want to just be like, "You have no say now. Goodbye." You have no say now. Goodbye.
1: Click. Delete. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Delete. You know. And
1: that's like why I think you what people.
0: Give you a chance to say which one you wanted, and nobody said shit. And now you're like, "Oh, I wanted the pink one." Well, why didn't you fucking say that?
1: <laughs> I think it's basically like a Kickstarter, is what it basically is, or oh, a GoFundMe. for fun. sure it is. You know, hey, we want to we want to do this. Pre-order with us. And, you know, we appreciate it. And I really appreciate it. And I believe it, I, I get it done as quick as I possibly can. Because most of the time, I already have, like, your shirts, for instance. Uh, Vega's already got the designs. Like, mm-hmm. he's ready to print. He's just waiting on numbers for me. Yeah. You know, me and you've already talked about what color, the exact color style mm-hmm. of t shirt we're going to print and everything. We have all that worked out. I'm just waiting on numbers, you know, because I don't want to order Whoa, too many. And I don't want to order too I got too it few. for you. It's one. One. It's one. That Stop, one was. Or we got one. We got one. The guy's name. Hold on. Let me look. Oh, the guy's name is Carrot Top.
0: Carrot, oh, Top. Carrot Top. Man. Dude, how fucking great would that be?
2: <laughs> it wouldn't be great at all, man. No, no. legit.
0: Carrot Top was the only person that bought shirts from us, and the whole time, Tarif in our podcast is like, "Fuck Carrot Top," and he's the
2: only one that supported us.
1: I'd be like, I was just
2: joking, Carrot Top. <laughs>
1: So, if anybody's listening that knows Carrot Top, we're sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know trees.
2: <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Sh- and the <laughs> FBI, guys? Shirt. FBI, the FBI guys, FBI guys with the conspiracy from earlier. I don't know these guys. I didn't even talk about it.
1: Carry on. I, I did. I did meet. I did meet a Baron Jinkos. So though. it was really weird. <laughs> uh, nobody's gonna know what we're talking about.
2: So, real quick, where can they uh, find you on social media, website, all that good stuff?
1: Uh, so our big conglomerate is uh, at Rod and Style, and then Facebook. You can look up Rodden Style, uh, Cheaterslick Culture, uh, for uh, the beginning of how this all started with uh, wrecking of my car, and then for our magazine, it's Speed and Culture, Culture with a K. Uh, and you can check it out and hit us up and send uh, Burn 353 all cat memes. The best yes. cat meme, the best cat meme will win a free T-shirt. I promise you. Yes, dude.
0: I will. I will personally. Thank each person that pre-orders a shirt.
2: <laughs> i tell you what, before pre-ordering these shirts, I will let you hear all the conspiracy stuff that you're not going to know what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome. That's what they get. If they pre-order a shirt, they get the, the part of this podcast that we cut out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, everyone, like,
2: prior. everyone else is going to be like, this is a weird fucking episode because they stayed on topic the whole time.
0: Yeah, they're not going to understand that. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, y- You guys are my heroes. For, for right. sure.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, dude. It was nice talking to you. First time talking to you. Tune in next time for our uh, weird conspiracy episode.
0: Yeah, it seems like that's just our theme now. <laughs> oh, it has to be. All right, guys. All right, All right, right. gentlemen. Later. Catch you later.